from Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and Spotify. Once more, my friends, you have found your over 40 recovering rock and roll DJ, the brilliant mind of broadcasting, the gold standard, the living legend, the world's greatest radio personality for many of you for the next two hours right here on the Richard Case and Radio Network. The only way you're hearing both hours of this right now is if you are a member of the Dollar Club at patreon.com slash Richard Kaysen. If you're not, if you're only listening to the first free hour right now, it's very easy. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash Richard Kaysen and start giving me a dollar every month. It's automatic. A dollar. So long as you have money in your account, that dollar will automatically be taken out of your account, and my friends, you will never even know you lost it. Now, if your bank account's in the red and the dollar comes out, sorry, not my problem. Patreon.com slash Richard Kaysen. For official Richard Kaysen merchandise, T-shirts, mugs, anything with my logo or my name on it, richardcasenonline.com. And follow me on Parler, won't you? P-A-R-L-E-R. That's how you spell Parler, and you can find me at Richard Case and Radio. I'm still on the other stuff, but using it less all the time. Of course, youtube.com slash Richard Case and almost at a hundred subscribers there. And on Instagram at Pictured Kaysen. June 25th and the 26th. It's a return appearance at Porky's Comedy Club for moi in St. Cloud, Florida. Well, that's all the pluggery that's out of the way. <laughs> Just right out of the gate. I got this. Join this. Buy this. I know. I know. So we're going to be talking about the runoff down in Georgia this week. This Raffsenberger guy, Brad Raffsenberger, his name should be Brad Rat Bastard because that's what he is. We'll be hearing from him momentarily. Who is that hardcore rigger who is rigging the election down in Georgia? The fake news channel's Chris Wallace continues to demonstrate why he is just another hack who follows his orders, does what he's told. Say this, Chris. Okay, because I'm Chris Wallace on Fake News Sunday. There's at least one sheriff standing up to some of this lockdown crap. Uh, we'll be looking at some other headlines, and through the entire show, it'll start in this hour, and it'll continue into the second hour. And if you miss out, that's on you. It's on you because you didn't subscribe to the second hour of the Richard Kaysen Radio Network at patreon.com slash Richard Kaysen. But this is what I am going to attempt to weave together for you and make you see it as I see it in the next couple of hours. How BLM Antifa, because they are one and the same, it's kind of like SAG-AFTRA, so we might as well just call them BLM Antifa from now on, or BBM Antifa, BBM standing for... Uh, big Black Bell Movement, or Black Bell Movement. I guess that would be BBBBM. But I'm going to 
make the attempt to link BLM Antifa and the election fraud all as just more um, fulcrums to make that lever easier to turn. I know, a physical science reference. If you know anything about simple and complex machines, lever and fulcrum. Fulcrum County, Georgia, if you will. But I don't see how... I know plenty of you out there in the audience and the ones that I'm mainly talking to. I know you see it. But what is frightening is that there are so many people out there, people I'm related to, people I know. They turn on the breakfast show at 4.35 in the morning. It segs into CBS this morning. That's their news. So whenever they watch the breakfast show or CBS this morning, they are just automatically operating on the basis that what they're being told is true. Now, here's the twist. Are you ready? Are you ready for the twist, folks? It's not true. So when the breakfast show or CBS This Morning or the Today Show or Good Morning America or ESPN or Stephen Colbert or Jimmy Fallon, if any of them are calling Joe Biden, the president-elect, they are lying. Now, in years past, sure. I mean, it's not like president-elect is a new title. That's what we call every incoming president before they officially take the job. President-elect Trump. I re- you remember president-elect Bush. It's a real title. But Joe Biden is not entitled to that title because now tomorrow it's going to be uh, one month and a week since the election. Since all the absentee ballots and mail-in ballots were doctored and filled in by poll workers or photocopied or found in a deep freeze or found in a bundle of current local newspapers or found in someone's attic or found at LaRuby's Unique Treasures. Mm-hmm, Fayetteville, Georgia. That's right, honey. And all for Biden. That's the thing. All these ballots and mail-in absentee ballots that they find in gigantic bundles, a couple of hundred thousand at a time, miraculously all for Biden. Isn't that wacky? And now, as we've been hearing on uh, USA Radio News here, I mean, hundreds of sworn affidavits, truck drivers reporting suspicious activity, poll workers being caught on tape, pulling suitcases of ballots right out from under the table, and they open up, mm-hmm, now I'm going to get to work. Yes, I am, mm-hmm. And we'll be hearing from that rigor in just a few moments. I'm going to tie it all together. 
You may have been listening to, uh, well, actually, uh, you it was on the closed circuit feed here. You'll hear it at the top of the hour. For those of you in the Dollar Club, top of the hour news with USA Radio News. Um, I'll go ahead and tease the story that Nancy Pelosi is perfectly willing and ready to support Joe Biden's transgender school policy, which would allow biological boys who identify as girls to be on the same sports team with all girls teams and to use their locker rooms at the same time. Nothing's going to go wrong there, is it? No twisted little boy's going to abuse that and say, yeah, I identify as a girl. He may not even like sports, but he likes girls, and he knows here's a way to get in there. Or let's say that these uh, girls, why they're simply uncomfortable with the idea of a gay boy or a straight boy or any kind of boy being in their locker room at such a vulnerable age. Now look, if it's adults, I guess adults can do whatever they want to do. And if you've got, uh, say, that MMA fighter Cyborg, who's half man, half woman, a third machine, I don't know what its story is. I think that's that's her, his name. I There is a tranny MMA fighter out there. Now, with his fake penis or his lack of a penis until he makes enough MMA money to pay for his operation and all of that. And if he's just a uh, transitioning sexual, <laughs> not even fully trans yet, he's a transitioning sexual, not even fully there yet. Now, if the biological males are comfortable with that situation, fine. Who am I to say? It's not my locker room. I'm not in there. All right, I'll give you that much. These are adult MMA fighters who make a lot of money to beat the hell out of people. Okay. But now what you need to understand is that if you're going to compete with men, that is how you will be treated. And if you are a transitional sexual who now is neither man nor woman but some weird in-between freak but your bone structure is that of a woman and certainly your blood when you go to give blood will reveal that you are in fact a woman but if you get in with heavyweight men who are there to do a job which is to beat their opponents and when, and you get the crap beat out of you, you have no room to bitch, to complain, none. Because you wanted to be a man. Well, sometimes if you compete with other men in combat sports, 
the probability of you getting your ass handed to you is highly probable. It just is. I got some words about Pearl Harbor and a couple of other things and so much more when we return. <laughs> Hillcrest Plaza in Donovan, Missouri. There's the store that used to be called Scenic River Video. A video store, Rick? Yeah. I walked in and it was like a flashback. Every movie of the past 10 to 15 years, I struck up a conversation with the guy and he said, yeah, we changed our name to the last video store on earth. And I just thought he was kidding around. I was like, <laughs> yeah, last video store on earth. And then he handed me a business card. No, the last video store on earth. You can smell the videoness. You can smell the, the Hollywood. Yeah, it's movie night. We're going to rent some movies. Hard, tangible, physical copies. Movies, games, seasons of entire series of shows. The last video store on earth between Dollar General and the Dollar Tree in the Hillcrest Plaza. They also fix computers. The last video store on earth. Donovan, Missouri. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. My administration will take all necessary steps to safeguard our citizens from this threat. Hysterical xenophobia. Giving Americans a false sense. Is it accurate that if these uh, steps had not been put in place, it could have been two million people dead here in the United States? Yes. No matter how hard they try to stop us, they can't. We built the greatest economy the world has ever seen, and we're going to do it again. Together we're beating back the invisible enemy. What the federal government did was a phenomenal accomplishment. Through it all, the world has witnessed the unyielding resolve of our incredible American people. Promise made, promise kept. And I'm fighting for you and I love doing it with everything that I have. And you know that. With the grace of God, we will win this war and we will win this war quickly. And we will make America great again. At Chick-fil-A, we may be about the little things, but for us, community is a big thing. It brings out the best in us all, even in times as uncertain as these. While we can't have the pleasure of serving you in our dining areas, we're still here for you. With delivery, drive through and mobile order where possible, in compliance with state and local regulations. Order through the Chick-fil-A app or our delivery partners, and we'll see you soon. In the meantime, let's all take good care of each other. Richard Kaysen at yahoo.com if you want to send me an email or if you want to leave a voice message. We haven't had one of those in six months. You can always leave a voice message for play right here on the show if you actually have something to say. No guarantees of that. Anchor.fm slash Richard dash Kaysen, too. So this is December 7th, 2020. It was 79 years ago that at Pearl Harbor in Hawaii, an American military base, they were just doing what they do, filling up planes and working on vehicles. And it was just another day in their routine. 
and then some Japanese fighter pilots began opening fire and dropping bombs. And eventually, when they ran out of ammo, they turned themselves into ammunition, meaning that they, behind the stick, crashed their planes into people, buildings, everything, to make a point. And in those days, when something like that happened, the president would go to Congress and ask for a declaration of war, and when it's pretty cut and dried like that, that declaration of war was granted, and it was on. And it took about four years, had to beat back Hitler and the Nazis, and ended up discovering the atrocities of the Holocaust during that time. which is a not the best reminder of the uh, Jewish high holidays, but yeah, uh, happy Hanukkah. I mean that with all sincerity. Um, so we had to beat that back. We had to take care of, you know, you had Victory in Europe Day, VE Day, then you had VJ Day, which was Victory in Japan Day. Now that victory necessitated some rather drastic steps, if you will recall. A couple of nasty little bombs, one called Little Boy, one called or, or Fat Man and Little Boy, or Fat Boy and Little Man, one of the two. I don't even remember which one was dropped on which. Nagasaki took one, Hiroshima took another. The outcome was the same. Hundreds of thousands of people in one time wiped out vaporized or otherwise mutated permanently the radioactive fallout remaining in the area in the ground in the air for years contaminating anything in it everything around it and the people living on it all because we took our enemy at our word, or at their word. We believed them. When they say, we will not stop fighting, we will not quit. You've got to understand, if these people are committed enough to kill themselves by flying planes into tanks, aircraft carriers, etc. and so on, if they are that committed, when they say they will not stop fighting, you best believe them. Never underestimate your enemies. See, that's the thing. I mean, even when it comes to wussies, when you get wussies in big numbers, you, you don't know what a mass quantity of a million wussies is capable of. Because a million wussies equals about 20,000 strong men. So we had to show the Japanese that they had made a grave error. And since we took them at their word that they were not going to stop, then uh, we, had to, we had to play our trump card, so to speak. We got this nice little thing we've been working on, guys. 
as Bill Hicks put it, it's going to destroy everything but the fillings in your teeth, okay? Are you ready? (laughs) But here's what happened. After we bombed them back past the Stone Age into a time of beyond Middle Earth even, I mean, just a primordial nothing, then they were ready to talk. Then they were ready to come to the negotiating table. Then they were ready to say, okay, okay, we get it. We get it. So sorry, honorable Americans. We we woke the sleeping giant. We We made a mistake, please. So the first thing we did... Well, not only did they did we force them to surrender, and as part of the conditions of their surrender, up until like, say, five, six years ago, they weren't allowed to have a military. That was part of the peace treaty with, with the United States and Japan. Hey, guys, you don't get to have an army. If you need help, if you get invaded, we'll do it for you. They were almost like a non-official territory in a lot of ways. Because we didn't allow him this, we didn't allow him that. And then the other thing we made them do, which was even more um, demoralizing. See, the Emperor of Japan and that whole dynasty were looked at as living gods on Earth. Actual Um, supreme beings in the form of humans in flesh and blood so the people would have someone in a holy position to look up to physically. And so what we made Emperor Hirohito do is go on radio, and if they had TV back then in the 40s in Japan, go on TV, and announce to the Japanese Empire that he was, in fact, not a god. That he was a mortal man, just like you guys. Fallible and prone to the same errors and mistakes as anyone else. And when you hear that, that's, that would be like Jesus saying, okay, guys, uh, I'm going to level with you here. And, you know, it, 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 as far as the Japanese are concerned, it was that level because he was their God. And now here he's saying he's not a God. And that's how you get a population to snap to and fall into line. And break them. And turn them into an ally. Because after you smack them around and let them know that they made a huge mistake and you neuter their ability to defend themselves and the only thing you allow them to do is is uh, work and make things. and Well, they're going to get pretty good at working and they're going to get very good at making things. So good to the point that why, <laughs> in the end, with much patience and and time and resources, why they ended up kind of taking us over anyway. It's me, George Burns. 
For a guy used to smoke cigars, even in the shower, I never thought I'd get real smoking satisfaction from a pipe tobacco. But this Sir Walter Raleigh is terrific. Made from all burly tobacco, mellow, rich, really a quality smoke. Terrific. And the pouch matches my shower curtains. The quality pipe tobaccos of America. This is Richard Kaysen for Anchor. You know, when I decided to relaunch my podcast for the thousandth time, I knew I wanted three things. A, I wanted to put it out on as many platforms as I could. B, I wanted it to be easy. And C, I wanted to make money. You think I'm going to stack one more pallet of toilet paper or put up with some loud party on the third floor of a hotel again, walking to work like some schmuck bundled under six layers of clothes? Are you kidding me? Then I got turned on to Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, and it's free. Creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your computer or your phone. Plus, Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. And of course, my favorite part, with Anchor, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Did you hear me? With Anchor, you're going to make money from your podcast with zero minimum listenership. You want your podcast heard all over the place? You want it to be easy? Tired of that stupid job featuring your stupid boss who keeps calling you on your day off, asking if you want to come into work? I was. Now I'm making money to supplement my comedy income, and it's all thanks to Anchor. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and I'm assuming that's why they call it Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Pennsylvania has certified its election results, but 64 state Republicans have signed a letter Friday urging Congress to not commit to the state's 20 electoral votes for Democrat Joe Biden. Senator Pat Toomey, a frequent critic of President Trump, vowed he will not be objecting to Pennsylvania's slate of electors. Democrat State Representative Malcolm Kenyatta called the Republican signatories hostages of their own misinformation campaign. Some legal scholars are siding with Trump campaign, saying the legislature was unlawfully overwritten on election law by Democrat leaders and their friends in the state courts. With mounting voter fraud evidence, the sworn testimony from poll workers, the video from inside State Farm Arena in Georgia in the middle of the night, Trump lawyer Rudy Giuliani says Georgia has a responsibility. That the founding fathers gave to our legislatures. They're the ones who are supposed to select the president, not the governors, not the board of elections. They're the ones who have the constitutional obligation to decide on the electors. So in Georgia, they're going to do that. USA Radio News. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. My administration will take all necessary steps to safeguard our citizens from this threat. Hysterical xenophobia. Be giving Americans a false sense. Is it accurate that if these uh, steps had not been put in place, it could have been two million people dead here in the United States? Yes. No matter how hard they try to stop us, they can't. We built the greatest economy the world has ever seen, and we're going to do it again. Together we're beating back the invisible enemy. What the federal government did was a phenomenal accomplishment. Through it all, the world has witnessed the unyielding resolve of our incredible American people. Promise made, promise kept. And I'm fighting for you and I love doing it with everything that I have. And you know that. With the grace of God, we will win this war and we will win this war quickly. And we will make America great again. What does it take? 
to call yourself an explorer? Traveling to the darkest depths of the ocean, pushing beyond the known horizon, passing through. Mom, can we get Froyo? Yeah, Froyo. The all-new 2020 Ford Explorer ST with intelligent four-wheel drive and terrain management system. It's the greatest exploration vehicle of all time. Richard Kaysen merchandise at richardkaysenonline.com. T-shirts, coffee mugs, mobile device covers, yes, even face masks. Because at some point, you're going to encounter a situation where you can try to inform them all you want about how HIPAA laws prevent them from questioning your medical status and trying to Im impose this mask thing on you, masculine you all the way the minute you get in through the door. And many people, they don't have the fight in them to tell them they're full of it, to tell them to go to hell, tell them to wipe their ass with their mask. A lot of people don't have that in them. A lot of people will just, for the sake of going along to get along, will put on the mask. Because even though, and yeah, this is a long-winded commercial for my merchandise, but just listen to me for a second, okay? We know that masks do not do anything. We know that. The experts have proven that. CNN is not an expert. The hacks that they bring on, the hacks that MSNBC brings on, these hacks over here at the Carter County Health Center that are on the take and getting paid to spread all these lies and gossip and misinformation and to scare people, to keep them at home, to make them vote so that this election can be bought. It's a case of wear it. Do it. Do what we say. Everyone else is doing it. You're the only one not doing it. Do it. Do what everyone else is doing. They're complying. Why aren't you complying? Comply. Do it. Do it now. Or face the consequences. Do it now. Do it. Do it. And if you're that person who gets beaten down enough and you're just like, okay, 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 okay. I'll wear the, I'll wear the mask, Jesus. There's the Richard Kaysen radio face mask at richardkaysenonline.com. Georgia Secretary of State, Brad Rat Bastard. <laughs> Republican, but Republican and Democrat, they, it makes no difference at this point. There is the thinnest of lines separating these two parties, and that's on a person-by-person -person basis. But the Republican Georgia Secretary of State Brad Rat Bastard said on ABC's This Week with George Stephanopoulos that there's no systemic fraud 
in Georgia's 2020 presidential election. Brad Raffensperger, Secretary Raffensperger, thank you for joining us this morning. In addition to claiming victory, the president is pressuring the governor of your state to call a special session of the state legislature to try to overturn the results. You're a conservative Republican. You wanted President Trump to win. Can you explain? Wrong, wrong. No conservative Republican would for a minute buy this BS that this is a legit election. That these bundles of 100,000 Biden ballots at a time being found aren't faked. No conservative in a million years buys that. Conservative doesn't mean Republican. And Republican doesn't mean conservative. One is a party. The other is a train of thought. And as we go further and further down this rabbit hole, rarely, if ever, does conservatism and Republicans as an organization intersect? Why what he's saying and doing now is, in your view, wrong? Well, good morning, George. Good morning, George. How do I suck up to you first, George? What do you want me to say? Disappointed in the results, but I said we'll count every legal vote and work hard. Every sure legal vote. Now. Would any of those legal votes be found in a briefcase that is pulled out from under a table by Ruby? Yeah, we're going to get to know Ruby throughout this hour, Brad. This rainbow-haired, face-covered, bespeckled domestic terrorist. We're going to learn all about Ruby. And we're even going to try to get Ruby on the... Oh, shoot. This is Monday. Crap. Well, maybe we'll do it next week. That was going to be a segment here on the show. But her shop's only open Tuesday through Saturday. Damn it. We were going to call LaRuby's Unique Treasures today and, and speak to her about this. But that's fine. I'm a professional. We can work right around this. We can we can just keep making fun of a uh, Brad Rat bastard here. Counted them. That's what we've been doing. Uh, I don't believe that. No, that's not what you've been doing. You've been counting anything at all. Someone coming in with a wet bar napkin that yeah, I voted for Biden. You're counting that as a vote. Someone that comes in with a half a ply of square toilet paper with a skid mark on it. Yeah, this is a Biden vote. Okay, you're, this is what you're counting. I'm going to get to work. That's what I came in here and I, I need to get some. Yeah, you're going to hear what that's all about momentarily. Just, special session. So there, you don't expect a special session to take place on Tuesday. I know there's a petition out there to try to call for it. And I know the governor has refused. Well, that's something that's not my, uh, that's beyond my office's calling. Uh, that's really the governor. <laughs> a the lot of this is beyond your sure office. We'll have conversations. But at the end of the day, what they're really trying to say is if they did that, is they would be then nullifying the will of the people. Rat bastard Brad. Hillcrest Plaza in Donovan, Missouri. There's the store that used to be called Scenic River Video. A video store, Rick? Yeah. I walked in and it was like a flashback. Every movie of the past 10 to 15 years, I struck up a conversation with the guy and he said, yeah, we changed our name to the last video store on Earth. And I just thought he was kidding around. I was like, <laughs> yeah, last video store on Earth. And then he handed me a business card. No, the last 
video store on earth. You can smell the videoness. You can smell the the Hollywood. Yeah, it's movie night. We're going to rent some movies. Hard, tangible, physical copies. Movies, games, seasons of entire series of shows. The last video store on earth. Between Dollar General and the Dollar Tree in the Hillcrest Plaza. They also fix computers. The last video store on earth. Introducing the Bond Arms Double Barrel Handgun, the smallest, highest quality, and most powerful personal protection you can buy. I see thousands of guns, and I look at the Bond, and I think, this is how you're supposed to build a gun. Everything is perfect, everything is precise. I, I stand in awe of the amount of machining talent that's gone into creating this gun. With over 35 interchangeable barrels, your Bond Arms handgun can handle over 20 different caliber combinations. Just a twist of one screw with a standard Allen wrench, and you're good to go. It's that easy, allowing you to shoot everything from a 22 long rifle to 45 ACP. Even 410 shotgun shells work in your Bond Arms hand cannon. These are just a whole lot of fun to shoot. I like to say it's the smallest double barrel shotgun you can own. I mean, if I'm carrying in, I'm going to be able to pull that out. be perfectly fine. I, I like it for an off-duty carry. It's a two-shot. 45, it's a strong caliber. I'd recommend it to anybody. It's the favorite handgun of celebrities like Joe Montaigne, music legends Dee Snyder and Ted Nugent, and there's even several in the Richard Petty Museum. They're small, compact, and really fun to shoot. That was badass. <laughs> it's so versatile, so safe, and so simple to use. This is perhaps the best handgun for first-time buyers or a valued addition to your current gun collection. Go online now to GetBondArms.com to see some of our most popular models, like the Ranger 2 and the Mama Bear, the Texan with a 6-inch barrel, the small but powerful Backup that comes in 45 ACP or 9mm, our special limited edition Old Glory with the American flag on the barrel, and the newest handgun from Bond Arms, the Bullpup. We've been building and selling the highest quality handguns for over 21 years now, and I personally stand behind every product that we make. If you're thinking about buying a handgun, please go to our website. You'll be glad you did. For more information about all the great Bond Arms products, go online now. Plenty of time to join the Dollar Club at patreon.com slash Richard Kaysen so you don't miss one second of this week's episode. Only about 15 minutes left in this hour, and some of the stuff ain't going to be gotten to in this hour. It's just a fact. So you got Brad Rat Bastard, the Georgia, Georgia Secretary of State, saying that yeah, there's, no, there's no fraud. Nothing to see here. You're counting every legal vote. No, you're not. You're counting it. You're counting like, like, uh, just achievement test scores from schools and calling them ballots at this. I mean, it's pretty obvious what you wieners are doing. I mean, come on. Here's a comment from listener John Scott McCormick. He says, uh, I'll try to clean this up a little bit, but he says, yeah, no crap. He got paid millions, hundreds of millions. He is, of course, talking about 
uh, Brad Rat Bastard. Now, I got to be honest with you, I I haven't been following the Georgia runoff thing as closely as I should because I've been too occupied with the uh, national election fraud that we're dealing with and them trying to steal the presidency away from Trump. There is no way at all on earth that Joe Biden got more legitimate votes than Donald Trump. No way on earth, heaven or hell. Didn't happen. He was not that popular of a guy. His mental awareness is something in the negative digits. He breaks his ankle trying to sniff his dog's ass, okay? And as I posted online on Facebook, if Biden isn't even smart enough to request that Zillow remove his home address, which is 1209-1209 Barley Mill Road, Wilmington, Delaware. That's his home address. Straight from Zillow. And if a former vice president running for the highest office in this country, an office so high that people who hold that office need protection, if he's not smart enough to cover his own bases and not have his home address publicly listed, one must ask themselves, Is this man smart enough to lead this country? And the obvious answer to that question is a resounding no. Followed by, duh. But Georgia Senate Democratic, Democrat candidates, Raphael Warnock. That just sounds like a James Bond villain, Raphael Warnock. Yeah, let's vote for him. And John Ossoff, they campaigned this past Saturday with uh, Republican, or no, not Republican, Representative Hank Johnson, who's a Democrat from Georgia, who in 2016 called uh, Israeli settlers termites. This is who the uh, Democrat Senate candidates are campaigning with, a guy who calls Jews termites back in 2016 at an event sponsored by the campaign to end the Israeli occupation which supports the boycott divestment and sanctions on the nation of Israel Johnson is quoted as saying there's been a steady stream almost like termites get into a residence and eat before you know that you've been eaten up and you fall in on yourself there is been settlement activity that has marched forward with impunity at an ever-increasing rate to the point where it has become alarming. Well, that was a huge run-on sentence that made almost no sense. He goes on. It has come to the point that occupation with highways that cut through Palestinian land, with walls that go up, with the inability or the restriction, with the illegality of Palestinians being able to travel on those roads and cutting off Palestinian neighborhoods from from each other. We've gotten to the point where the thought of a Palestinian homeland gets further and further removed from reality. He also said that Jewish people 
frequently steal land and property from Palestinians. All right, first things first, you idiot. The thought of a Palestinian homeland has been rejected twice by the Palestinians. They've been offered their own home twice to be in the West Bank and Gaza if certain conditions are met. Bill Clinton, rest his soul. (laughs) You don't see him much anymore. But Bill Clinton tried to broker a peace deal or at least take the credit for it. He, He was there, you know. But the Palestinians, the so-called Palestinians, didn't want it. Because they're not interested in living peacefully side by side with Israel. They want it all. They want it all. They don't want to be in their own home and Israel as their neighbor. They want all the turf. And after 5,000 years of oppression... And being this planet's excuse for everything that's wrong, not to mention having a third of their population wiped out on the whims of one madman in Germany. Yeah, they're a little touchy. After returning to their ancestral home that uh, the Arabs invaded and took over. And after the world decided, yeah, it's time for the Jewish people to... After 5,000 years... It's time they have their own homeland. And the next day they had to fight. You know, the the moment they were a declared nation, they were at war. And it has been ever since. As President Obama would say, that's point number one, point number two. And get ready. Hold on to your hats for this. And I'll explain this after the break, but let me leave you with this. There's no such thing as a Palestinian. Why? There's no Palestine. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. My administration will take all necessary steps to safeguard our citizens from this threat. Hysterical xenophobia. Giving Americans a false sense. Is it accurate that if these uh, steps had not been put in place, it could have been two million people dead here in the United States? Yes. No matter how hard they try to stop us, they can't. We built the greatest economy the world has ever seen, and we're going to do it again. Together we're beating back the invisible enemy. What the federal government did was a phenomenal accomplishment. Through it all, the world has witnessed the unyielding resolve of our incredible American people. Promise made, promise kept. And I'm fighting for you, and I love doing it with everything that I have. And you know that. With the grace of God, we will win this war, and we will win this war quickly. And we will make America great again.
It's not just the ships. The armor. Or the aircraft. It's something more. It's the will to fight and determination to win found inside each and every Marine that answers a nation's call. Battles won. I'm not going to get to this hour, but I will wrap up this hour with a nice haha for you. See, you got Brad Rat Bastard who is saying that there is no systemic election fraud down in Georgia, which is just patently false at this point. We know there is. We see it. We see it. He's going to deny it, but we see it. And then you've got the Georgia Senate runoff. Both seats for uh, U.S. Senate in Georgia are up for grabs. And we just heard that the two Democrat Senate candidates are campaigning with the guy who has called Jews termites, just blatantly anti-Semitic. And here is the proof, among other things, that why there is systemic election fraud in Georgia. Because, according to the Gateway Pundit, there's some explosive video that revealed during the uh, Georgia ballot count at State Farm Arena where crooked Democrats just pulled out suitcases full of ballots and started counting those without election monitors in the room. There's proof of it. It's what Giuliani was bitching about the other day. Trump's legal team showed a video from State Farm Arena and the uh, tabulation center when poll workers were told to leave at 10.25 p.m. A few quote-unquote workers stayed behind and were seen pulling suitcases full of ballots out from under tables to be tabulated. And as you can see from one video, a woman in a purple top was filmed helping pull out the ballots and then sitting down to count the ballots. That woman has been identified as Ruby Freeman. And despite her wearing a mask, she proved to be very stupid because her T-shirt says Lady Ruby and her purse says La Ruby, which is her company, La Ruby's Unique Treasures in Fayetteville, Georgia. And maybe I could interest her in advertising on the Richard Kaysen Radio Network with this simple message. Thing if nose and turn it three times, that ain't gonna happen. So I let them do it. Yeah. Whew. So I got a lot of work to do, y'all. That's actually so her on the job. But I'm getting it done. Cause I ain't like the way things were going. So I just said, mm. Yeah. She didn't anyway, like the way things are going, out. so she just said mm. And they talk about me, oh, they talk about me. Oh, yeah, we're talking about you, Ruby. I didn't want to work. When I didn't want to work, I took off for 10 days. 
I'm back at work, give me some work. Because I come to work. Yeah. You're going to love these Facebook God bless you comments. Real good. Thank you. I want to give you two. Why ain't you no overwork here? Overwork? Ain't no such thing. I'm going to be here till 7 o'clock. Okay. Y'all see all this I got to do? I got to do all this. Enter all these. Have some tea don't mind, Mr. I gotta enter in all the these ads and treasures located at 692 Glen Street, Suite Q, Fayetteville, Georgia, Tuesday through Saturday, 11 to 5. Don't call her, visit her. Visit her right now. Yeah, and here's some comments from parlor followers. Treason, says Ignacio. Bitch needs to be lined up in front of a firing squad. Britcon says Facebook's going out of its way to call this fake as they try to rush this bogus Biden presidency through. Trying to run out the fraud or outrun the fraud, but the fraud will end the race at the Supreme Court. And President Trump will be reelected. Trendsgal95321 says prison treasonists. Bavande 6900 says, Who gave Ruby's mother the USB device when they did get notice to deploy this assault against the state of Georgia and the United States? These USB devices were deployed in seven states. Pew Pew 2020 says, Ruin the cockroach's life. Well, you can find that cockroach at 692 Glen Street, Sweet Q, Fayetteville, Georgia. That's where you can find her at La Ruby's Unique Treasures. Mm hmm.